Mike's Daily Podcast. Oh, this is exciting. We've done seven F -F episodes. Well, I mean, we've done 1,949. Mike's Daily Podcast. 1949. 1,949 episodes. But here's the thing is I've done it seven days in a row. And I sing at the beginning of every podcast because I'm a jovial guy. I'm happy. Because I did this podcast, I can't lie. I guess there are things in life that get us down. Mike's Daily Podcast. I guess this podcast is a way to cheer you up sometimes. Mike's from the stuff. Daily. From the podcast. Whatever. Yeah. In our daily lives that we get all the time. It's a thing we get. The stuff. Oh, by the way, did you notice the last podcast was called Mono? Do you want to know why? It's because you are you and me are mono e mono talking to each other. No, it was mono m o n o. M O N O is an awesome just to say to spell that word out. It's not the funnest thing in the word M O N O. But no, the real reason why is because it was in mono. The whole thing. Versus stereo, which is, I guess, what the podcast is in right now. We are in stereo. The last one was in mono. Okay, there you go. A little technical, behind-the-scenes look at how this podcast is done every single day. For Well, seven days in a row, anyway. What do you think about that? You can call me 336-MM-DAILY. That's 3 plus 3 equals 6-MM, as in Mike Matthews Daily, as in what this podcast has been for seven days. So, we had an interesting day today in that it was a Tuesday, and thankfully nobody that I know of died on BART or in a BART station. That's good. Hey, did you know this happens a lot in divorce? Friendships get killed. And here's today's podcast picture. Friendships that were happening, that were thriving, that were wonderful. After a divorce, bam, gone. I've seen it firsthand. And then also secondhand from people that I know that have gotten divorced. It's not a good thing. I don't like it. To those who are able to keep the friendship going, I commend you. And I wonder what it is that you did that made things different. You can call me 336-MM-DAILY. But yeah, it is, it, it's not easy to keep it together because... It's, it's a huge split, a big chasm between the relationships. Basil agrees that there's chasms created by divorce. It's a big valley of divorce that's happening. That's right, Basil. That's right. Very deep. Full of wisdom, Basil the Boxer. So, what do you think about that? There's a John Mellencamp song that I love called Real Life. And in the song, the lyrics are, uh, she got fed up and divorced when she was 23, uh, but her, fr her friends are really his friends, and nobody stops by to see her anymore. And then she says, I've got to go and live the real life, and, and live my life close to the bone. And it, those kind of John Mellencamp lyrics in the 80s were awesome. So she, yeah, so it is true. It happens. I've seen it, and it does happen, so here's what we do. 
we rebuild ourselves basically the people that i've talked to that 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 this happened it's not fun and you have to reconstruct your life but you can do it i've done it uh, people i've known have done it it's not easy it's not pleasant and no one ever talks about it but it 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 it, it can be done and then you well and then the friends that do stick with you through the divorce, those are your true friends. Those are real friends. Those are friends you become, you're the, you, you tell that, that person becomes the best man of the second marriage you get into, or the third or the fourth. Because they stand by you, like that pretender song says. And they're important. So, friends are important. Keeping your sanity is important. Basil the Boxer, he was there for me. <laughs> He's a he's a friend that didn't go away. I got him in the divorce and he was a good bud through it all. Helped me through it. Thank you, Basil. So, here's the thing. To sum up, you can do it. You can get through it. And that and it happens. And there are songs about it. There's other th- Let's change the topic. Because breaking up is hard to do But here, the guy Menya Masood He's the star of the Live action Aladdin movie Did you see that? Do you know that? Why? Why was that made? A remake of Aladdin And Well, because Disney has remade everything And they made an awful uh, Sequel to um, What's her face? Mary Poppins Jeez, it was bad well, apparently, it, even though I guess the movie grossed over $1 billion worldwide, Menya Masood has not had a single audition since the remake of Aladdin came out. Will Ferrell was the role of the Robin Williams in that version. I didn't see it. All I had to do, to, the, the, the only thing I needed to see in regards to that movie was the Honest Trailer that was done. Honest Trailers... On YouTube So funny And they've summed it all up What was it about Masood He played the title Street Rat Okay Said in a uh, Not a literal rat But the street rat Is that how it was described In the program Aladdin He was Aladdin And he said in an interview Uh, I'm kind of tired of staying quiet about it I want people to know That it's not always dandelions And roses when you're doing something like Aladdin In in parentheses Working for Disney Because Disney kind of just churns out Crap these days It makes a lot of money but it's crap Menya is 28 years old he says, quote, as we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley today. By the way, kids, if you love Disney and I offended you, I'm sorry. I loved Disney when I was a kid. I was, I went to all the Disney movies that came out with my grandma. And I'll admit, some of them were bad. There was one Dick Van Dyke one. Yeah, Disney basically had Dick Van Dyke on contract And there was some movie he did that was so bad Even my grandma, who loved everything Disney, was Eh, not not your best work Dick Van Dyke But, okay, here's what Masood says Menya Masood He must have made millions He must be getting all these offers People are saying about him 
It's none of those things. I haven't had a single audition. He's from Cairo. Disney selected in a worldwide casting search of 2,000 actors. Menya Masood wasn't ungrateful that he isn't a household name, but he is surprised that a billion-dollar film hasn't opened at least some doors for him. It's wild to a lot of people, he says. People have these ideas in their head. It's like, I'm sitting here like, okay, Aladdin just hit $1 billion. Can I at least get an audition? Like, I'm not expecting you to be like, here's Batman. But can I just get in the room? Here's a question for you. Is that typical of Hollywood in general now? It used to be in the days past, you'd get a, you know, be, be in a big picture you are golden. You were, everybody knew about you. Even look at people like uh, Paul. What was his name? Paul Rudd? Not Paul Rudd. Paul Judd. No, Judd. Judd Hirsch. Judd Nelson. One of those guys. <laughs> Not Judd Hirsch from Taxi. J- Judd something. The guy from Beverly Hills Cop. And he was also in uh, uh, Fast Times Ridgemont High. He did those, a couple other movies, and then he, he vanished. But the, the height of Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I think, got him to Beverly Hills Cop. But what do I know? I can't stand the movie industry or television industry. I was a child uh, that hung out at um, when a movie was being filmed. Fast Times, not, no, uh, Breaking, not Breaking Bad, uh, Bad... News Bears in Breaking Training Is what it was My dad was in it He was an extra As was a good friend of his uh, His next door neighbor actually He got her a job there on the set And my mom needed someone to watch me My parents were divorced My mom says to my dad You need to watch him now I don't know if my mom went on a trip or what But she (laughs) needed my dad to watch me So he took me to the set Of Bad News Bears and Breaking Training A phenomenal movie A kids movie It is not It is so directed towards adults You have kids cussing It could not be made today If it was made If Disney made it It'd be a horrible horrible movie And lose all of its fangs And be just terrible But Walter Matthau was phenomenal in it My dad actually played cards with Walter Matthau I don't know if it was on the set of that movie But sometime in the past he had and so I hung out there It was in Northridge At one of these baseball Like a you know regular Place that you see the Little League Play games on Saturdays And he said basically You know just stick around here at the park Don't cross the street And you know I'll be done in a couple hours And I remember They had water for the People that were there The um, you know The cast Not the cast members The 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 people, the stand-ins, not the stand-ins. See, I've completely now lost the train of thought. But I hung out there and drank the water. I don't know if I was ever on I know I probably wasn't on camera. But it's not an exciting job, let me tell you. All of extras, that's what I meant. All the extras there. And yeah, they made some money. Someone I work with actually told me recently that she was in one of the Matrix movies. Two of the Matrix movies. And I guess they filmed it over in Alameda, one of the scenes. But yeah, it, it's you have to be cool, which is waiting around for hours and hours, is all I'm saying. 
And so I'm just not, I am more into radio, into the immediacy of it's got to be on now and you're live now and you can talk about stuff happening now. Of course, now I'm in the podcast world where the stuff I'm talking about now happened actually probably by the time you hear this weeks ago, maybe years ago, who knows. But hey, here's a couple of quick tips. If you're going to, because I'm full of tips today. Here are six tips to travel better this holiday season, according to experts. I got this from Travel and Leisure. I used to subscribe to that. Double check the admission hours for sites and attractions. I've been there. Oh, gosh. You drive, you travel for days, weeks, whatever it is, and then you get there and they're closed. Be a contrarian traveler. In other words, consider visiting places that other people rarely visit. Because those things could be awesome Or times that where people rarely visit For example, when you think about Christmas, New Year's Everyone wants to go someplace warm You tend to see higher prices in Florida like the Caribbean As well as Mexico and Hawaii Go where people don't go Maybe Europe If you want some warm weather Then say Italy, Greece, or Spain Uh, There's potential for cheaper airfare there Everyone goes to Costa Rica and Nicaragua But why not go to Belize or maybe Guatemala? Be kind to airline and airport staff. They they always receive disproportionate anger from people nearby, and it can really brighten someone's day just to be nice to them. Bring candy bars for them, says this one guy. Bring a a spare change of clothes in your carry-on. In your carry-on. That's a good... I only... I don't check anything in anymore. It's all carry on for me. And that's true for, I think, a lot of people. Prepare yourself for stress and accept that things can go wrong. That is so important. The people that are such jerks are the ones that can't accept it. And they're, 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 they're all in that mentality of the squeaky wheel gets the oil. When it, in fact, is that they being squeaky brings everyone down. And it's like, chill out. You're causing us to all stress out with your stress. Calm the heck down When you travel on Christmas For you as the traveler Whether you're in 1A or 39D There is a mental state That you have to put yourself in That you're traveling at the busiest time of the year And you're going to take whatever comes your way Take advantage of dead weeks For discounted airfare as well There you go, there's your six travel tips Yes, we blew through six travel tips Just like that And finally Here's something to think about Even though We all try to be in that one big family Frame of mind While we're traveling And try not to have a squeaky wheel I find in my workplace I deal with people That tend to be squeaky wheels And unfortunately When they squeak Other people at my job Tend to be Well they less enjoyable And my job Then does not And is no longer one big happy family It turns into a, a dysfunctional family And it ends up putting out the fire Putting the oil on the squeaky wheel Shutting that dang squeaky wheel up All I'm saying is The one big happy family concept Doesn't always work At work And sometimes in life I try to get out of that one big happy family mode and get the job done, get whatever it is, the problem that's being yelled about, 
done and, and moved on. Hopefully we can get back to the one big happy family thing, but is that making any sense? The one big happy family concept? How about my concept I had a couple weeks ago about the, <laughs> the thing? What, what was it that your mind, your brain, I wrote it down as Brian on accident in my description on Facebook. By the way, you can friend me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Mike Talks. Or you can go to slash Mike's Daily Podcast there. And go to mikesdailypodcast.com with links to all of these things. And the podcast picture today, by the way, I neglected to mention, is from a walk that my lovely lady friend went on today that was so nice. Usually I, I was able to make this walk with my dog, but Basil the Boxer, now at 11 years old, can't make it that far anymore. But it's a beautiful trail if you can ever make it to this area in Podcastro Valley. It's on the Brandon Trail. And so there, if you want to go to that, the Brandon Trail, just below what used to be the public gun range, which is no longer, and near Lost Bridge in the Anthony Chabot uh, Park area. So see that picture now at mikesdailypodcast.com. And one of these days, I'll get back up there on that trail again. But unfortunately, Basil can't make it up there anymore. So there you go. What an interesting world today. A whirlwind, as it were, of facts and figures and tips and whatnot. And look who else is out here at Cafe Anyway. Hi, Mac. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? Answer this ground filter tell you what. What? Benita's got a bit of a cold. Yeah, she doesn't quite sound herself today. Are you okay, Benita? Yeah, I'm taking some emergency for it. Or some other name brand stuff that's full of vitamin C that doesn't really work because you pretty much just excrete it out. But that's okay. I'm going to get better. That's right. You need the vitamin C before you ever get sick. Pumping a bunch of vitamin C through your system doesn't help. It just doesn't, it, cause you're just not gonna, your body's not gonna retain it. It's an overload. But, uh, good luck with that, Benita. Thanks, man. I hope I get better. Uh huh. Look who else is here. Hello, Mike. I make the delicious root beer. Have some right now. I'll cut you. Oh, boy. There's vitamin C in it. All right. I'll try a little sip. <clears throat> see. Oh, yeah. That's good. That makes me want to go into my escape, Brian. I mean, escape brain. Yes. That whole topic, that show was all about how we need to get more into our escape brain and watch the, the terrible Disney movies. That's one thing about Disney. They're good at helping you escape. Video games help you escape. I am not into any of that. I am into going on hikes and spending time with friends and podcasting and other modes of escape brain isms is is it escape brainia there we go but uh yeah because we are too often in our stress brain too often in our survival mode and we need to disengage from that and get into the escape brain was all i was saying about that in that topic but not the escape brian anywho well this has been a podcast of learning things and I wish you all the best if you are going to travel and just stay calm. And if your work and your, your family is not one happy family at the moment, try and fix the problem, troubleshoot as best you can. 
Good times will be around the corner. If not, get out of that dysfunctional thing. That's my crazy advice for you. Get out of the dysfunction if you if you really need to. If you have to. If, it, if it's just never, ever getting better and you're constantly in your stress brain, then that's what I'm saying. Okay. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Madame Rutabaga Valentino and Bison Bentley. Thanks for listening. Oh, by the way, I made a turkey yesterday. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye. Yeah, I cooked a turkey on a weeknight. I somehow was able to cordon off five hours. I carved out five hours, and next thing you know, I was carving out a turkey. Quick tip as we're just wrapping this show up is if you want to cook a turkey or cook a turkey much faster, is here's the, the, the secret. Take the legs off. Take the legs off and the wings off, which is not easy to do. You need a sharp knife. Be careful with that. But yeah, it helped cook the turkey a lot faster. And then I cook it in a really deep dish that allows it to cook in its own juices. And I throw a lot of vegetables in there with the carrots and potatoes. Mm. Okay, I made you a little hungry at the end of the podcast. Sorry about that. Thank you for listening to Mike's Daily Podcast.com. <laughs>